Hello, and you're on deck here with Adam Rosen and Michael Levitt on KCU 88.1 FM. Last week of the regular season is pretty much coming to the end. Last game, last regular season day is on Sunday. Kind of crazy to think that it's all coming to an end. Well, I mean, we still have the postseason. Everything's getting set up. We got an all-time, we got one of the all-time better greats for all-time greatest wild card finishes, honestly. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, go Mariners. We all want to see them in the playoffs. It's going to be an exciting weekend for sure. A lot, lot, lot of good games, a lot of... Um, Crazy finishes, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess between the NL, NL West, NL East, and the AL wild card. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty... Pretty... It's, it's hectic. Oh, yeah. A lot going on. So, I guess let's... let's why don't we start with... Um, couple fun pieces of news um first one yankees got a new team mascot this week he's a turtle yes it is yeah they, uh nestor cortez i guess gave the suggestion in the in the clubhouse that he thought they needed a clubhouse pet um so he um i i don't i'm not sure if he got one or if the team got one but they um they, they got a turtle named it bronxy for the borough where they're from and um, they've actually they've been six and zero going into yesterday since they got the turtle. Ended up losing yesterday for their first loss since then. And I mean they're still in the wild card race too. I mean they're 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 right in the thick of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean that's a lot a lot going on there as far as um, games this weekend to watch and j- just a lot going on. Um, some other fun news. Frank Thomas, it was just announced today, he, along with some other investors, bought the Field of Dreams movie site, or controlling interest in the Field of Dreams movie site. So, um, kind of funny that he did that right when, or right at the year that the White Sox won the Field of Dreams game. Oh, yeah, it's quite uh, funny timing. I didn't even think it was, I didn't even, I had no idea it was even on sale. Oh, me too. I had no idea it was even going on until this morning or this afternoon. I saw that that had happened. So, I mean, it, it's was definitely surprising. I don't think anyone really knew that that was going on. Yeah. Plus, you know, pretty fun game. Just, just a pretty fun game, I'd say. Yeah. So, some more news. Um, Bradley Zimmer hit a homer this past week off of his brother Kyle. It's got to be an awkward Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, yeah. And Bradley's two years younger, too. Even more awkward Thanksgiving (laughs) dinner. I mean, he's 28, Kyle's 30. So, I mean, it's it's not not like they're, like, kids anymore. But, I mean, it's still got to be sort of a dream come true for him. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be quite a fun moment. Well, if you're a parent, I mean, if you're the parents, it's pretty fun, too. Yeah. It's actually only the fourth time in Major League history that a brother has homered off a brother. And the first time since 1975, which was uh, Joe Necro from the Astros homered off Phil Necro. Really? Will Smith? You don't remember Will Smith homering off his twin brother, his clone (laughs) Will Smith, last year in the postseason? Kidding. I'm I'm only half kidding, guys. That was a. F- I remember we were both going crazy at the, in the dorm room after oh, that. Yeah. It was hilarious. I'm yeah, like, that was there's funny. no way it just happened. I know. 
And I had thought that would be a fun thing to happen all postseason, too. I know, right? And it did. (laughs) Yeah, that was... Now I'm going to go look at it again. (laughs) So actually, the two, both Bradley and Kyle Zimmer, this was the third time they had faced this season, as far as against each other. Well, they're Uh, in the same division, so... Yeah, but Kyle's a relief pitcher, and Bradley, I think, hasn't necessarily had a full role with the team the whole year. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're not necessarily playing every day. Um, and I, Bradley struck out once and walked once. So it's not necessarily... Um, I mean, it, it's not like it's like one brother's dominating the other. Which is, which is fun. Um, actually, yeah, and they hadn't faced each other before this year, which I think is kind of... Uh, I think that's interesting. I mean, they hadn't really... Well, Kyle, I think, hadn't really been up in the majors much um, going into this year. So I think that's really kind of why that happened. Yeah. And what else happened this week? Wander Franco, or... Nope, that's later. Oops. Spoiler (laughs) alert! Uh, Royals signing Michael A. Taylor to an extension. Yeah, he's a pretty... One of the best defensive center fielders in baseball, but other than that, I mean, meh. I mean, he's been decent this year. Um, Meh. Royals he's are a great a, defender. Oh, though. he is. Yeah, and he's quick. He's good center field. Stays healthy a good amount, actually. Um, and, I mean, he, he came over with from the Nationals before this season. So it's, I mean, it, this was his first year with the team. Uh, I be, Two-year, $9 million is what he signed the extension for. So that's not actually a lot of money for the Royals. And it just... It's probably just a placeholder for until they find a young guy to replace him. Yeah. I mean, they might end up trading him with like before the contract's even done. I mean, who knows? Um, or he becomes their fourth outfielder. I mean, it's not it's not a bad arrangement. I mean, Taylor now gets some guarantees in case he gets hurt or I mean, whatever. But I mean, it, it, it's a good deal for both sides. I think. Yeah. Also, MLB.com just changed their website, and I don't like it. It looks weird, and I don't like it at all. I mean, you can follow players now, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, like, I'm going to follow... I follow Casey Mize and Shohei Otani, because I like Casey Mize and Shohei Otani, obviously. <laughs> I would hope if you follow them, it's because you like them. Yeah, I follow... I mean, I could just follow random players. <laughs> Surprised you don't follow Jeff Mathis. How could I not? <laughs> We, we, we or Tim Locastro, either one. We love, we love them. <laughs> oh, look, if I click on their hit faces, it like shows on the bottom left screen, left corner. I could just click on them and go to their stats. Oh, that's cool. Good job, MLB.com. Chasing my eyes. What a good season. He's had a good season. No, oh, he's had a pretty solid season, I should say. He can be a stud. Stud. Stud, stud, yeah, I stud. think he's going to be good. He's going to be such stud. The question is whether Detroit's team around him is going to be good, too. I think they are. I think they could, yeah. I think, I mean, honestly, I'm just going to say it now. I know we're not predicting free agency, but I'm just going to say the lock of the cent- I'm honestly thinking the lock of the century of free agency signings is Carlos Gray to the Tigers. I don't know that it's really a lock. I, I don't. Honestly, I just feel like that's just a lock. Like, I think he could end up going there. I makes, just don't know that it's for certain that he goes there. It makes perfect sense. Like, there's, it makes more sense than anywhere else to me. Besides, maybe the besides going back to the Astros, like one, re-sign with his old manager. Two, 
the Tigers need a shortstop. Three, he'd be the perfect guy to be a leader on that team and build a, and build them up to being a superstar that they need. And I just think it makes perfect sense. It does. And, and I, think, I think he's the best free agent shortstop in the class. Yeah, he might be. I, I think mean, he I think, absolutely is. Yeah, I mean, Baez and Story have both had down years. Same with Lindor. I mean, Baez um, has actually been better lately. Well, Also, Lindor is not a free agent. Oh, yeah, that's true. He was going into this year. That's why I was thinking of that. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you ha- well, Corey Seager is too, actually, um, which he's pr- – I don't know the he'll re-sign with the Dodgers concerning they have Trey Turner. I mean, they could. They could end up re-signing. They have the money. Oh, yeah. They definitely have the money. The question is whether he wants to. And if if he doesn't, they'll just move Turner to second. Um, they could put Muncy at second if they want. Or Lux Turner, at second. Turner back at short. Well, right. Yeah, Turner at short. And then Gavin Lux at second probably. Keep Muncy at first. Um, or move Bellinger back to first. Who knows? Um, nah, he'll stay in the outfield. I think he's a pretty good defender in the outfield. He's I don't see why they would move defender. him back. But he's an amazing defender in the outfield. Yeah. I think that would more be a, a question of if they want if they want Muncie at first or second. It's too bad he has a noodle bat this year. Ballinger? He's hitting with a pool noodle. <laughs> Just pretty pretty tough. Pretty tough. Pretty tough for uh, Cody Ballinger. Is he Mathising yet? He's probably still Mathising. He might be. He... I can sort of see him rebounding a little bit in the postseason. Oh, yeah. He's just, I mean, definitely because the – I mean, it's sort of like a reset button almost. And especially, I mean, if the Dodgers end up winning the division, that means he gets a few, a couple more days off. So I, I can definitely see him doing a little better in the postseason. All right, I want you to guess what his war this year is. Cody Bellinger. Is that including defense? Uh, Yeah. It's on ba- his baseball reference war, so I, have no, I, I always forget. Either way. Zero. Less. Negative one. Less. Negative two. Close enough. Negative <laughs> one point seven. Jeez. With the OPS plus of forty six. Where average is a hundred. That's less than half as, as He's Matheson, guys. <laughs> he's got the Matheson. I mean, there's no shot he's gonna Mathis is ni- is uh fifty OPS plus, no, correct? Six, or le- 60, sixty or less right. with over two hundred plate appearances or two hundred bat bats. Tough, tough, tough season for Cody. Yeah, he's definitely sort of having a bad year. Yeah, he's definitely had a rough year. He'll be fine. I mean, he's been hurt on and off too, so it's he, not. He'll be fine. It, yeah, he should be fine. I mean, he's still relative. He's still young enough where he can. He's or still, even if he's not, I mean, he doesn't matter the age. You can turn it around. He's twenty six. He'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think he can still have a good career. As long as he can just pretend he doesn't look. Uh, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna say. It. You guys already know the joke. I remember was it Jimmy Kimmel who asked them that. After I believe it was. Yeah, he asked him if he why does he always look um, a certain way every game <laughs> after every every time every time they look at him, and then uh, his audio connect, disconnected for like a second, which is really funny. Which were just luck. I mean, it's not like he purposely. Oh, it's, did it's that. hilarious though. <laughs> oh, it is funny. Yeah, but it's not anything that he did on purpose. And then Tim Anderson got suspended because he shoved an ump. Don't shove umps. Also. At baseball, t- at baseball, stop hitting Jose Abreu. I'm sick of it. You could say the same thing about Acuna. I mean, well, the before Mar- he got hurt, just but specifically yeah, the Marlins. That's true. Yeah, or Rizzo gets hurt, gets hit a lot too. That's because he leans in a lot, and he yeah. doesn't lean like he crowds the plate by uh, his weird batting stance. <laughs> Does a little dance. Yeah, Tim Ander- Tim Anderson is appealing the suspension though, so it's possible this won't. 
well, probably won't get resolved until next season. Or he won't serve the suspension if there is one until next season, which he's probably still going to have to serve one. I mean, you can't make contact with an umpire and not get suspended. Like, if you make contact with an umpire, you will get suspended. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and you should. So don't 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 hit umpires or don't run into umpires. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's it's enormous. It's normally not doesn't happen on purpose. I mean, I don't think Anderson's happened ha- happened on purpose. I mean, most of the time this isn't in a thing that is like meant to happen that the person means to do. It just sort of happens. And unfortunately, I mean, that that doesn't really matter. I mean, you, you can't touch the umpire whether it's on purpose or not. Yeah. But, but for now, we are going to take a – we're going to switch innings, so we will be back. Uh, you'll be back on the on-deck circle here in just a bit. Tune into High and Tight with me and my co-host Logan Perone as we catch you up on the latest signings, trades, news, scores, and highlights from around America's pastime. Every Sunday at 11 a.m. on the 88.1 FM stream and on our website, KCU.FM on the Blue Box. Look at me, busy as a bee. Where'd I get all this energy? Oh, man, mm, man. I don't sleep and I don't need but I've got the cleanest house on the street. Oh, man. Mm, Get these uh, hairs all out of my face. Get uh, these bugs all out of my place. One more hit. No time to waste. Oh, man. Mm, all across the nation, we are here for our communities. We're doing our part to get supplies where it's needed in order to fight COVID-19 together. It feels good to be out there to assist our community. I would like our friends and family to know that your National Guardsmen are always ready and always there. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association and this station. Hello, and you're back on deck with Adam Rosen and Michael Levitt on KCU, idiot, but one of them. We just wrapped up some news, and now we got a lot of uh, on-field things that are happening. Um, crazy stuff. A bunch of records going down. Uh, Salvador Perez now leads the league in homers. I believe he just tied to, he also, which also tied him with Jorge Soler, Soler yeah. Solar Power, Soler <laughs> Power, I should say, for the most home runs in, uh, Royal, in Royals franchise history for a single season. Yeah. So congrats to him, having a very having a very good season. Oh yeah, I mean that. There's no. I can honestly see him getting He'll get consideration MVP votes. for for third place on. He'll a, get on MVP a, votes, hundred percent. I honestly think it's between him and Semyon. For Marcus third Semien, place, yeah, for third place. We know who first place is. We know who second place is. Or we we can guess. I mean, we we don't obviously know, but we don't know, but we know. I'm I'm using air quotes. You guys can't see that, but we don't know. But we know, quote unquote. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where people are just trying. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can you. 
People are you, you pretty much know what the writers are going to do, and barring some unexpected surprise, I mean that's the lot. I mean that's the logical guess, but it's not until it comes out. We don't actually know for sure. Is what I'm trying to say. Where do you find stats on MLB's website now? Oh, there they are. It's just this. Okay, I don't like this. Why'd they change it? I'm very upset now. <laughs> Grr. I don't know why I'm growling like a dog. <laughs> Anyways. Something uh, yeah. you're trying to tell us? I'm a dog now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Wolf, Wolf. I'm not, I'm not going to. Sh- I'll shut up now. Um, and then Marcus Semyon, speaking of Marcus Semyon, uh, now holds the record for the most homers by a second baseman in a single season. Congrats to him. Heck of a season. He's fantastic season he's having. You know, I mean, I mean, Wow. That might be the greatest one-year deal ever. Oh, it's 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 definitely up there. At least for a position player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's Andre Dawson's that, up there. Yeah, I think it's it's one of those where you didn't really know what you were gonna get coming in. You you didn't really know if he was gonna ha- be his 2019 self or his 2020 or his self. other seasons. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it, it's just one of the. I mean, it, it was great. He's great signing by Toronto. Self. This is better than his 2019 self. Yeah, and he's learning. And he learned a new pos- or. Playing he a played position. a new, different position. Yeah, I don't know if it was actually new to him, but I think he might have played there before a little bit, so it wasn't completely new. But I mean, yeah, I mean, being a regular at a different position now. I mean, it's 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 got to be tough for him, and yet he's done it so successfully. Yeah, I mean, it's been incredible. Also, I'm just gonna give an update on the Yasmani Grandal walk total. He's at 85 for the season. In 90 games. <laughs> that's just so funny. How many strikeouts? 80. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's insane. That's really good. That's like Joey Votto levels. Absolutely. If not better. <laughs> I mean, that's that's crazy. Oh, I know. And and he's doing it as a catcher. Oh, yeah. And he's a ridiculously defensive. He's a fantastic yeah. defender. Oh, right. And catcher is probably the hard, one of the hardest defensive positions it might, to play. I think it is. It probably is, honestly. I mean, Just because it, it wears down your body. I mean, yeah. Your knees, specifically. Plus, you're really in charge of pretty much everything. Yeah. You know who's fifth? I guess who's fourth in walks this season? Juan Soto? No, he's first. Oh, Shohei Otani? Cool. He's fifth. Okay. This is not something you're going to think of. Bryce Harper? Third. Oh, okay. give you one more guy. I'll give you one hand. He's in the AL Central. And he's an outfielder, and it's not someone you would think of. He's a T on a team. We've I I made a prediction about free agency. Akil Badu. No, it's uh, Robbie Gross. Oh, Robbie. Okay, I that, wasn't that like far said, off. Okay. Not a player you would expect. <laughs> I wasn't that far off. I mean, that's crazy. He has ninety six walks. Oh yeah, he's actually had a really good season. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's. I think that might have been. That was either a one- or two-year deal that he signed. I think it's well. two, maybe? I have no idea. Yeah, he's one of the—I mean, he was with Oakland for a while, too, which is where he sort of had most of his success before this year. Um, I think he he originally came up with Pittsburgh, though, I think. Um, and then I'm forgetting how he got to Oakland, but— I remember we were—I t- have no idea how we got there. Although I can say is I just looked at Max Muncie, and I remember a lot of talks— Object, which is fair, that he deserved a lot of this MVP conversation talk. Uh, yeah, he's not even going to get top three. <laughs> he might not. I mean, you he, won't. He's Soto, a, Harper, and Tatis are going to be top three. His at this OPS point, I think. is eight ninety nine, which is fairly good, but like yeah. it drop, 
in the last, what is that? I'm not good at math. The last 30 games, it's uh, below 800. Okay. I think. <laughs> if that's if my math, I'm bad at math. Uh, it's, oh, 783. Yeah. In his last 30 games? Yes. Yeah, that's not, definitely not MVP worthy. No. I mean, that's that's not terrible. I mean, for a first baseman, it's not good. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's not, definitely something he can improve on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, absolutely. But now, on to another, I guess, on-base thing. Wanda Franco, 41, what's it, 41 games now? Which is the most by, tied for the most by a player under 21? Is it, I thought it was 43. Whatever it is, it's the record for the <laughs> most by a player by that age. Yeah, at I his mean, age, or tied for yeah, it is. It is forty three. Um, t- yeah, tied Frank Robinson for the longest on base streak in Major League history by a player twenty years old or younger. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy that he's doing this at twenty years old. Yeah, I mean, not not to. Ma- I mean, obviously, doing it in general is crazy. But it's what makes it even crazier is the fact that he's tw- twenty years old. This base. This is hasn't even played a full season yet. Pretty much came out midway through this season, and he's already doing this. I mean, there's definitely a reason he was the number one prospect in baseball for three straight years. I mean, and it's going to be upset, upsetting when the Rays probably don't want to pay him and they trade him eventually. But you know what? Enjoy it for now, Rays fans. Maybe your owner won't be cheap one day. I mean, it could. Yeah, I mean, it could be like a Longoria thing where he signs a team-friendly contract at one point. I mean, Salvador Perez did that too. He signed a team-friendly contract, and he's just been there. He wants to be there. I think it, for some players, being with a, an organization that they like a lot is more important than money. So I, I don't know that it—I mean, I think if, talk, if they really can't—if Franco wants a ton of money and they don't want to pay him, yeah, maybe then they'll trade him. But I think it's still too early to tell if he's actually going to leave one day. He could end up being a career Ray. I mean, you don't know. I mean, yeah, you, you're very right. You could absolutely end up being that. It's just the Rays don't like paying players. Yeah, which, I mean, yeah. But, yeah. Maybe he'd be willing to give them a discount, though, to stay with the team. Who knows? It'd be interesting to see if they end up signing him to a contract this offseason to try to not have to pay him as much money. If he's even willing to, to do that, of course. Um, I mean, I think Evan Longoria did it. In, I mean, obviously now more, more and more people are doing it earlier in their con- in their contracts. But I think Longoria did it within his first couple years as well. Signed a team friendly deal. Yeah. But and another not so nice thing, Devin Williams. Oh my. Yeah, this is. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah, this it's, is not. It's good. pretty bad. And it's not, it's not just that. It's that it's the context behind why he did it that's, Although, that makes it even worse. I don't know what happened. You can explain it. I yeah. So basically, Devin Williams, during the celebration um, of the Brewers cele- winning the AL Central division, clinching the division, so now they're in the playoffs for sure. Um, in the celebration, I guess Williams had a few drinks – 
and punched a wall in cel- I, I assume it's in celebration. I don't think it was he was upset about it and broke part of his hand, I believe. Um, is that what you're looking at, I'm guessing? Well, what he said is, I don't even know what to say. He said, he, I, I'm going to just read his quote. I'm pretty upset with myself. There's no one to blame but me. I feel like I've let the team down, the coaching staff, the fans, everyone. I know I've how big a role I play on this team. There's a lot of people counting on me. I guess all I can do now is cheer on my team on and learn from it and don't make that same mistake in the future. Basically, what he did was he got, like you said, he was drunk, went out and got drunk after the partying. I I don't remember if he said something about that. He might have said something about how he was upset. He got upset and punched a wall and broke his pitching hand. Yeah. 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 Supposedly, there's a chance he could come back. There's an outside chance that he could pitch by the World Series. Although he does need surgery first to install a plate in his hand to help heal the fracture. Yeah. Definitely not good news for, for Brewers fans, for the team as a whole. I mean, just... One of those freak injuries where it's it's just sort of not something you would expect to happen, yet it happens anyway. Yeah, I mean, this this obvious, it hurts the Brewers' playoff chances, too. Or not, chances in the playoffs is what I mean. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, he's basically their top, he is their top setup man in front of Josh Hader. So, I mean, this is definitely a big blow for them. It's like, uh, it reminds me a little bit of when a certain... When a pitcher who was on Cleveland at the time, but he's with the, well with the Dodgers this year, he bro <laughs> screwed up his hand uh, playing with the drone. Man, he's still pitching the World Series, but they had to push it, his start back. It had an effect. Correctly. Yeah, yeah. I think he, I think he left the game in like the third inning. That start, yeah, because his game hand two. started bleeding. Bleeding started. Yeah. yeah, it was against Toronto, and then he started the game too. Right, but then he had to leave because you can't you can't be bleeding while you're. While you're pitching, yeah, I don't know so if I want to hit leave. a baseball with that <laughs> bloody baseball. <laughs> yeah, that would not be a fun experience for anyone involved. I think. Yeah, just a little nasty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it does stink for them. It stinks for him because he seems just like he does seem like a really good guy, and he's a really good pitcher, but. Things happen. It's unfortunate. Highly unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, and we'll talk a little bit more about the Brewers coming up soon, but um, I believe we have to go bat right now. So uh, we'll, we'll be back in a minute, and then you'll be back in the on deck circle. Stick around. Hey, this is Tommy Wizzle, and you listen. Columbia, KCOU 88.1 FM. Hopefully you have a groovy time. Saturday in Columbia is KCOU Sports Saturday. Tune in right here on KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia for all-day sports talk starting at 9 a.m. Cap off your sports Saturday with coverage of Mizzou football from the student voice of the Missouri Tigers. Don't just Saturday, KCOU Sports Saturday. 
Hi, I'm Alec Baldwin for Save the Manatee Club. Manatees are wonderful. Their gentle, playful ways are fascinating to watch. Yet these harmless marine mammals face growing threats to their survival. Many manatees are injured or killed from boat strikes or other human activities, and their habitat is being lost. Manatees need your help. Please call Save the Manatee Club at 1-800-432-JOIN or visit www.savethemanatee.org. What does your smile say about you? Are you happy, confident, friendly? Getting and keeping that smile takes work. Proper brushing and flossing daily and drinking fluoridated water. Fluoridated water has been in use for 75 years and is considered the most safe, equitable, and cost-effective way to prevent tooth decay. A healthy smile means a healthy person and a healthy community. For more information, visit health.mo.gov. A message from the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. Welcome back. You're in the On Deck Circle here on KCOU 88.1 FM. I'm Michael Levitt with Adam Rosen. Adam, let's talk playoffs. No. <laughs> I don't want to. So the Cardinals clinched their, the wild card spot this week. I, I, <laughs> I'm just going to boo. I know I'm going to get yelled at by everyone here, but boo. <laughs> I hope you hear that, Wilson. So Cardinals... Uh, been on an amazing stretch. Won 17 straight, I believe, before they finally lost last night. Thank you, Brewers. <laughs> Bless you. The rare time you like the Brewers, right? Honestly, I don't even dis- dislike them anymore. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're basically the Cubs of the North. Well, the Brewers. Except well. we own their stadium. The Cubs <laughs> own their stadium. Well, yeah. Rig- if you didn't know this, they charge more tick from tickets when it's a Cubs game, and their parking thing says like five to ten dollars on week on weekday games, and then it says below that fifteen dollars for Saturday, Sunday, and Cubs. <laughs> they charge more because they know we own the the Cubs rent live in that stadium. Cubs fans just oh, live in that stadium. They also know more people are going to be coming for those games. Yeah, especially because well, it's closer and cheaper. <laughs> yeah, than I, that's probably the closest team. To Milwaukee, I think. I would. Yeah. Probably. I mean, there's no other team in Wisconsin. And Cubs are, I mean, relatively close to the it's Wisconsin about border. About an hour and a half, for at least, yeah. from my place, when I, right. where I live. Maybe an hour. Maybe two hours from Wrigley. I don't Something know. Something like that. Although, they also have some bomb cheese. Those, those cheese curds are the bomb. I love those things. Oh. Wisconsin cheese curds are just the best. Cheese in curds are just amazing. And whoever invented them, I love you. I don't even know. If, <laughs> I don't even know who it is. You know what? <laughs> who invented? Who invented walking? What a! Who invented cheese I think curds? I think walking was just invented because people needed to get around. Oh, it's someone in Rome. Got got may may you be blessed for may the Romans be blessed. Bless you for inventing such a great thing. So the Cardinals now have to. So they can't. Milwaukee already won the division. They can't win the division, but. With the wild card, so they're in the the second wild card spot. First wild card spot is either the Giants or the Dodgers. Whichever one does not win the division. Which one do you think will be a tougher matchup for the Cardinals? 
I think the Dodgers are the harder wild card matchup because that's a one game playoff that they're going to go against Max Scherzer. They might rather play the Giants in the wild. I think they'd rather play the Dodgers in the wild card game because if they get some uh, going there, get it to go their way, and they beat them, then they'll have a Giants. And again, the Giants are really good, and I don't want to doubt them, but I think that's a better matchup for them. I just think the Giants overall, or the Dodgers overall. I mean, this is nothing against the Giants. I just think the Dodgers have more talent overall. And yeah. I mean, the Giants have talent, sure. It's just the overall depth of the Dodgers. I mean, someone gets hurt, they have someone to plug right in who does pretty much just as good for the most part, unless, like, Mookie Betts gets hurt or whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean they just have so much more depth, I think. Giants have a lot of depth, too. It's just not at the same quality of guys as the Dodgers have. The, Gi- the Giants, I think, are more v- versatile, which Dodgers are pretty versatile, too. I don't know. I, I, I think they would rather face the Giants in the wild card game because then they know they can. I mean, the three game series is a lot different than. Or, or five. First to win five game series is a lot different than a one game winner takes all. And I think if it. I mean, if you would rather to choose which one, I, th- I would rather have the easier team in the one game playoff. And that because then in a five game series. Okay, if you lose a call, I mean, if you lose one game, you can still end up winning. Whereas in a one-game playoff, you have to win that game. So I, I think going against the the Giants in the wild card would be the easier matchup for the Cardinals. Yeah, although the Giants would be the better wild card matchup, but the Dodgers would be the way more would be the harder LDS matchup. So I feel like they would rather play the Dodgers in the wild card and get that out of the way. I mean, either one's going to be tough. Yeah, I mean, whichever one they play, the Dodge. I mean. If they play the Dodgers, I mean, either one's going to be tough. I mean, even the Giants are going to be tough. Whoever they play in the wild card game, go go go, California. <laughs> Deal with the Cardinals fans. Yeah, I mean, I'm really not making any friends out here. I mean, who do you think the Giants would start in a wild card game? Probably Logan Webb, Gausman, Webb. I w- I would go Logan Webb just because I think Gausman's been worse recently. Probably. I mean, and it, it is also, I mean, Brandon Belt got hurt the other day and he I, he could be done for the season so i mean that's a huge loss for the giants now i think they're using a combination of um i believe wilmer or wilmer flores and lamont wade jr at first base mm-hmm. um which i mean isn't isn't bad i mean they, i think tommy Lastella can play first too if they need him to but um or brian can play first i mean they have guys who can play it's just sort of putting someone else in the lineup and wade was sort of I mean, Flores is a versatile guy. I think Wade sort of is – I think he would play more if they actually didn't have such an over oversaturation of outfielders um, that they, they just have so many outfielders that he, he's not able to play every day. I mean, they've been using Bryant out there. They've been – they have Mike Yastrzemski. They have Steven Duggar they've been using. Um, I'm not sure if Alex Dickerson is healthy again. Um, but then when he's healthy, they have him. They just have a ton of guys that play. So, I, I, I mean, that's sort of next man up. I mean, Belk gets hurt, who's, who's having a great year, too, and, it, and just goes from – I mean, that's just going to be a huge loss for the Giants. Absolutely. But another news, right after our show ended last week – or last week? Yes. The White Sox, Clinton Division, literally 10 minutes later. <laughs> so, the yeah. White Sox, very happy. Good job, guys. And everyone was worried about them. 
for no. I mean, look, I was wrong. I would about, be more worried about them in the playoffs. I'm not. I mean, it's a different. It's a different time. You don't want to peak too early. Yeah. Which is actually my concern about the Cardinals. I'm. I'm just thinking more that. I mean, during the regular season, you can sort of beat up on the easy teams. I, or, I mean, especially in that division, there's not. I mean, you have Kansas City and Minnesota. Both aren't really aren't really having good years. Detroit's having an okay year. And so, same with Cleveland. But then, in the playoffs, all you're playing is good teams. And I, I've always been iffy on the who you play argument, just because you know, you don't pick who you play. Really, oh, I know. You get what you what you get, and it's a different type of. The playoffs are different. Oh, I know. I just think what you do in the regular season does not matter once you're in the playoffs. I just think the White Sox going and facing the Astros in the division series is just going to be. I mean, that that should be an exciting matchup. I just think that'll be tougher for the White Sox than any of their regular season games. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of the point of playoffs, but I, I, I don't know. I, f- I feel like when it's it's just harder to... It's a lot harder to to be as good when you're playing against a lot tougher competition. Yeah. I mean, all the teams that are in the playoffs obviously deserve to be there. Um, it's, it, I mean, it's not really... Sort of, uh, there's not really any team that hasn't had a good season. I mean, even, for, I mean, I think the worst playoff team right now would be the Braves at 541 winning percentage, which is still pretty good. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, they have 85 wins right now. They could get up to 88, 89. So, like, yeah, but here's the thing the 2006 White Sox, or five, sorry. Went seventeen and twelve in September. This team's fourteen and twelve in September. So far, yeah. They went yeah. twelve and sixteen in August. They yeah. went fifteen. I mean, I don't see a reason. I mean, see, that's that's why I would be worried. Is just that momentum carries over. I mean, if you're not doing good towards the tail end of September, that can actually that might end up affecting you in the playoffs. Then actually, I mean, they're. I don't know. Statistically, they're actually better this month in September than they were in 05. And obviously, it's totally different t- seasons. But again, that's why I don't really care. I don't think it's that as big of a deal as people are making it out to be. Oh, I know. And you go in, like, if you go once you're in September, it does not matter what you did in the previous months. It all that matters is what you do now. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, we saw that with the Nationals. Yeah. I mean, the Cardinals have done that before. Um, I mean, the. Basically, I mean, Red Sox. I mean, there are plenty of teams who make it as a wild card, just get hot at the right time, and just make it far in the playoffs. The White Sox could end up being one of those teams this year. I think they could be. I think they probably will be. The Nationals, like I said, the Nationals in 2019. The, I mean, the Cubs in 2015. I mean, yes, the Cubs in 2015 won 95 games, but did anyone expect them to beat the Cardinals? Probably not, considering how good the Cardinals were that year. That's just what it is. <laughs> oh, I know. The Royals in 2014. Yeah. I don't and, e- and 15. And I don't, yeah, I don't even know how the Royals made the playoffs in 2014. I mean, the Giants are basically the best at doing that, just getting hot at the right time and making it. I mean, they, they've done that three times in the past 15 years. Yeah, like the, Even, like, past 12 years, they've done it three times. Yeah, the Royals in 2014, like, I don't understand how they even made Like, they're meh. I mean, I they weren't that good statistically. Yeah. But they made the playoffs, and that's all that matters. Oh, right. I, I mean, once you get to the playoffs, it you can, yeah. anything can happen. 
Absolutely, that's the that's that's it. I mean, that's just what matters. Oh right. Oh, I get that. I just I'm more thinking that the what the, I mean, the White Sox basically facing Houston in a five game series where it move on. I mean, that's going to be the most pressure they faced all season. I think they'll be able to deal with it. Oh, I, oh, I they probably will, and I mean, I'm sure they'll do just fine. But I mean, I don't think they'll do a ton worse because of it. It's just more one of those situations where if something, I mean, if something isn't right within the clubhouse or, I mean, if something happens, I mean, then it could could end up throwing off the whole season. But anyways, the Brewers also clinched the division. So shout out them. Yeah, that was they've they've had a really good. I mean, that's I don't think anyone really expected them to be. Except for you, yeah. <laughs> Back in March, and then I joined your bandwagon. I hopped on the bandwagon late, but before the season, yeah, I hopped on that bandwagon late. So. Yeah, I was. I mean, I I just thought that they. I mean that that pitching I wasn't really expecting, but I I mean I th- I thought their I thought their pitching would be good mainly because their defense is so good. In the in, I mean, I mean, outfield, infield, I mean, they're they're just whole their whole team is has really good defense, and I mean that's not really that's not really something you commonly see nowadays. I mean, well, the I mean the Rays are typically really good at that, or Giants. I mean, but very few teams are able to do that and succeed in the way that Milwaukee has. Yeah, and I mean. They're gonna. They've got to. If their offense gets it going, they're dangerous. I mean, no one. They they can. They're pitching matches with anybody. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, even their bullpen obviously is a little weaker now that Williams is hurt, but they still have some quality guys. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they're they're. I mean Brad Boxberger has been good for them this year. Um, uh, Hunter Strickland's bounced back with them. I mean, yeah, some guys who you didn't really think would would actually be that good are are good this year, and it's just, I mean, that, that that's I don't know. That's one of those things that is just is seen more. I mean, obviously you see it in all sports, but I just think with baseball it's a little more prevalent because it's such a long season and you always need new guys. Um, I mean, guys can come out of nowhere and still have have a great season and then. I mean, obviously, yeah, some of them fall off after that, but it's 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 just nice to see. Yeah. So the Rays also won their division, um, and now they're actually going to be the number. They clinched. They're the uh, number one seed in the AL too. So they're they're going to face whoever the whoever wins the wild card game, which at this point would be Yankees or Boston. Although Seattle and Toronto are still in the race. Seattle half a game back. Toronto one game back. Come on, Mariners. Come on, Mariners. I mean, I think the league's obviously rooting for Red Sox-Yankees. Oh, of course they are. But every, the the people, the people root for the Mariners. Come on, we all want it. We want it. We all want to see it happen. Yeah. Although I think it would be yeah. real. We can all objectively say it's hilarious. It would be so, f- so funny if the Red Sox and Yankees somehow ended up missing the playoffs. And the Mariners and Blue. I think that would be so funny. Objectively. Oh yeah, and subjectively because it would be funny. Oh, it would be. Yeah, I mean, both teams have been really good lately. Seattle, though, most of all. I mean, they're nine and one in their last ten games, won four straight. Yankees at seven and three is good. Boston six and four, and Toronto five and five, which isn't. I mean, that's five hundred. That's not great, but 
and and Toronto actually faces um, the Yankees. The Yankees tonight. Yes, and then uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, t- Toronto then faces the Orioles the next few days. So I mean, that's definitely an opportunity for them to to get back into one of the wild card spots. You need the Orioles to win tonight too. Yeah, and the Nationals to win the, uh, on the weekend. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, Oreo- Orioles definitely. I mean, they played. They're finishing up a, th- a three-game series today with the Red Sox. Then they pl- fa- play a three-game series with Toronto. So Orioles actually have more of a say in the playoffs than you would think most oh, non- yeah, than can, most non-contending teams do. They can ruin everybody. And yeah. speaking of bl- bl- scr- bl- imploding for the playoff position, San Diego Padres. Oh, they yeah. are also out. They are out. They are under 500. What a terrible season. Oh, like, I know, yeah. Yeah, everyone's going to be like, I mean, but no, no, this is objectively just a terror. They had an awful season. They they have Especially had a based lot on of pitching injuries, which, I mean, that's not unheard of. The thing that matters that is bad about that, though, is, that is, is even worse, is that they didn't have depth. And Preller did not do enough to acquire it. He did oh, that right. all in the offseason. Yeah. You know, the fact that you lose out on Max Scherzer is bad enough. The fact that you lose out on him to your biggest rival is even worse. Yeah, and not even that. He then went to try to replace that production with Jake Arrieta and Vincent Velasquez. Yeah, I mean, which obvi- I mean, I don't see why you couldn't have gotten Arrieta and and then or sorry, Arrieta and Velasquez, and then also traded for Scherzer. I mean, you could have gotten all three, and that gives you even more depth. Well, Arrieta was DFA'd after, but either way, also yeah. uh, you know, uh, um, was it Aaron Sanchez is sitting out there just yeah. waiting to be signed? Maybe not as healthy as Arietta, but definitely way better than a 35-year-old guy who has like a trillion ERA in the last six <laughs> three months. I mean, oh my gosh! Oh, I know he's AJ, had an awful season. AJ Preller should not have a job. Should not be employed by the Padres after this season. Oh yeah, I mean, I I think he's definitely he should 100 percent be gone. He's, yeah, he he should be. I mean, this is the second time that he's gotten a bunch of big name guys and. Just it, it just didn't blew work up out. In his face. I believe and the first time was 2014, 14 or, or 15. 15. Yeah, and one I mean this two. one blew up in his face, and it's even worse than that time because this time they did, you know, they had an MVP finalist. Oh, the right. guy who's going to win, going to be in that top, an MVP finalist. They have another stud in Machado. They've got all this talent. Way, I think this team has way more talent. This team, on paper, should be a World Series contender. Yeah, the only thing Obviously, I think, I think their pitching's holding them back, honestly. Yeah, I mean, you Darvish isn't having a good year. Blake Snell is not having a I, good year. And I don't want to attribute by you, uh, you Darvish. I don't want to be that guy. Wait, which I, guy do you mean? <laughs> that that guy who points out a certain time that his stats have gone down since. Oh, that. <laughs> so let's see. When did the rule come in? Mid mid June, right? I believe so. So like June fifteenth, something like that. Maybe June twenty at first. That sounds right. Since June 21st, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. The last 16 start, 15 starts, his ERA is a 625. That's not good. Can you yeah. guess what rule I'm referring to? I do know, actually. I think you know. <laughs> Certain uh, uh, sticky stuff. Yeah. Rule. And again, I don't want to say he was using it, but there's that's... Um, 
I don't even need to say it. It's it's a little. It's I mean, suspicious. obviously, it could just be something else happened during that time that he ended up being bad from. I mean, it, it, yeah, could be a mechanical thing went different with him. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be that. It's just a little suspicious, I think, or not suspicious, but a little. Yeah, I guess that's the word for it. I mean, not that not that they shouldn't MLB should investigate that or anything, but I mean, it, it definitely raises some flags. It's suspicious. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely, Padres are not, especially with all the expectations going into the year, they're, they've been one of the, probably the one of the biggest differences be, between their expectations going into the year and what they actually did. Twins are obviously up there, too. Washington, um, I mean, you, you, there are a few other teams that are up there, but, I mean, they're, they're, they're probably one of the top teams. Yeah, but... For our series of the week, Rays, Yankees. Yeah. It's the last series of regular season for both teams. And while it really does no standing on the Rays, the Rays have no, it impacts the Rays, it does not impact the Rays at all for scheduling, for standings, for playoff position because they're already locked up the one seed. The Yankees, it means a lot to them because, one, it's their big test. It proves that they're going to be pretenders or contenders. And they have to win this series. Oh yeah, I mean if they want to prove unless that every other team loses, I mean they they need to win probably at least two of these games As if they want to be in the They playoffs. also have to prove that they belong. Oh right, I mean this could be the ALDS matchup. I mean if, if Yankees end up winning, let's say make it to the are one of the wild cards end up winning one of the wild card games. I mean yeah. they, this could be a matchup that happens in the postseason. Absolutely. Granted, I don't. I don't know if Garrett Cole's going to pitch. He. He. I'm not sure if he's online to pitch sometime this weekend. I don't believe so because they're going to want him for the what? For the, for the wild card yeah. game, and he just so, pitched I mean, last night. So right. So he, So yeah. I mean, that's a, that's that's probably the the biggest difference. I mean, obviously, Jameson Tyon getting hurt the other day is tough too for the Yankees. I mean, he literally his first start back gets through seven outs and then gets hurt. So I mean that that's. Not a good situation for Yankees, but I mean, it also means that now Nestor Cortez will probably be in the postseason rotation instead. Yeah, which I mean, he's had a great year. So he came out of nowhere too. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's he was a reliever to start the year, turned into a starter, and has been ridiculous since then. I think he goes probably at least six innings every start now. Uh huh. I will say honorable mention for series of the week has got to go to Brewers Dodgers. That'll be a fun one. Oh, that should be a fun one. That could be an NLCS rematch, actually. I could, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think, and especially Saturday's matchup being Corbin Burns versus Julio Urias. I mean, obviously Milwaukee could reschedule that depending on what what they want their rotation to be for the postseason. So that's not actually, or Dodgers could do the same. But, I mean, at this point, as far as who's lined up to pitch, um, I mean, that's... That should be a fun matchup. Yeah. Yeah. But with that, we are going to have – we are going to sign off. Thank you for being on deck. Uh, sorry you had to be on deck for so long, guys. Just yeah. pretty the long time. The game just ended, so yeah, we're sorry. Yeah, game just ended. You just <laughs> had to uh, – the at-bat was like 60 pitches, so <laughs> sorry about that. Kidding. Anyways, have a great week. Enjoy the last week of the regular season, and we will see you next week to start talking some playoffs.
across the nation, we are here for our communities.